Welcome to another episode of Market Overdrive. I am your host, residential real estate broker with Cobo Banker. I am Carla Mina. And with me, my co-host, not exciting. The sun in your shine. Showed up. The How light in your life. The who? The light in your life. Okay, no, there's lots of lights in this room and you're not it. All right, all right, cool. um, Can we Fair move enough. on to the other actual co-host? Hi, Cracker. The real light. The real light. Hi, guys. Hi, Cracker. Does it, How does are it you? really show Excuse favoritism? Me. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? doing? Unbelievable. Market's great. Let's <laughs> let's block Nick out here because he's always running a little bit late, but he finally made it in. We got a full house today. We do have a full Big house. Big show. We're super excited as Market Overdrive is celebrating. How many years have been on the air? Four. How many years? And Nick said he was only going to do it for a couple months, and he's still here. Yeah, he was going to so float So this us. isn't my official <laughs> thank I, you. This was... Well, you're welcome. Oh, uh, see, I heart you. I give you love sometimes. Yeah, the plan was I was going to, you know, help you launch this thing off until Grocco got used to being behind the mic. And I'm still here four <laughs> years later for a reason. Because he's still so doing this. We're doing, Hi, we're doing, we're how's the market that. going? The good. market's, market's going great. great. Nick great. was late. It's the worst question ever to ask. Yeah, you know, that's, that's all. <laughs> it's, it's all good. You okay, know, market's great. We don't great. transact to sell real estate on a daily basis. How is the market? But anyway. How, how's the mar- should we just get to our guests? And let's get to our guests. Guest I just wanted to share with you a few concepts because today is a real full house. Um, we're super excited. Obviously, um, Market Overdrive is set up so that we can invite you to understand what is it, what's transacting in real estate, what's happening in our world, what's happening in the trenches. We're in fourth quarter now, Nick. So a lot of concerns out there. Sellers are waiting for this market to shape up a little bit, get excited. Everybody's in holiday mode and buyers are still on the sidelines. Or are they coming out and playing? What are you seeing out there? They're playing. They're playing. I mean, it's seasonally. It usually does slow down this time of year. There's no panic or anything like that. But I think that the rates going up a little bit has a couple more people on the sideline. Um, but, you know, nothing, nothing drastic right now. Right. I agree with that. I mean, I think that the combination of the summer where everything was bidding wars, bidding wars, and all of a sudden yeah. we had that increase, light increase, and more importantly, right, we saw in Cook County property taxes going up, and that just kind of shocked everybody and made those uh, budget-sensitive buyers, as we like to call it. I mean, we talked about, a, about it a little bit last time, but just want to remind you that it's always the best time to sell, right? Because right now there's no competition, so why wait until spring market when then you're going to have to compete with all the other properties? So come out and play, I always say. Why don't we introduce your guest, Grocco? In this corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've been waiting this <laughs> I'm always Weighing in and a hundred and more Grocco pounds than Grocco <laughs> yeah. himself. The former more. heavy or lightweight the champ. Light, lightweight, yeah, light, lightweight, lightweight champ. Yeah. And this is real. He is real. really the former lightweight champ. Yeah. Always a pleasure. This is the second or third time you've been on the show. It's a pleasure to have you. The new owner of yes. Main Event Real Estate Group, yes, David sir. Diaz. Do yes, we have thank sound you. effects? Thank you, so <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Feeling good, feeling good, uh, feeling blessed. Um, obviously, uh, by us opening up on our real estate office, you know the market's doing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, it's the main excited event. about it. Yeah, it's a main event. It's a main event in people's lives, man. And that's w- one of the things that uh, my wife obviously takes full credit for for the naming of the company. But it's actually my career that helped her come up with that. <laughs> with that <laughs> na- really? Well, She's not here to say that. I was just about to I mention. Had to say something. I man. was just about to mention. Where is your prettier half? Yeah, yeah. The mo- the three, because four, because you are a two man. You you are not a one man show. You no, are no, a no, husband no. wife tandem. Yes, and and yes. I know that. Um, she was in real estate just before you. Correct. But you guys have been doing it together for a long time. For now. a very long time. Um, prior to my um, success in, in boxing, um, I actually, uh, we dabbled both of us as uh, real estate agents beforehand. And um, it was out of a, a dare 
that I started becoming a real estate agent because I seen her doing it and she was doing it really good yeah. that I would go with her She's on great. showings. She's great. And I'd be like, you know what? I can do this. She right. said, get your license. And I'm like, all right, I got it. In one year, I, I didn't do so good. I didn't sell not one house. <laughs> she beat you. Yeah, she beat me. So then that's when I said, let me concentrate on boxing. Yeah. And my career took off in boxing. So, But now we're back at it, retired, and uh, we're uh, doing pretty well in, in the real estate world. Well, real estate is pretty challenging. Can you share with us your experience as a champ? Like, what was that all about? Oh, it was amazing. One of the you never gonna get out of those questions. Are I, you? I know. You try yeah, to move okay. away from it, but it's, it's okay. Just keep coming up. Um, it's uh, I throughout my career in boxing, I've um, I've always told people I, I I've accomplished every obstacle that I need to get to in my career. Um, during an amateur, I was a four-time Golden Globe champion, three-time national. Um, as an amateur, I also represented the U.S. in the '96 Olympic Games. Something that was uh the most important thing in my life. That's all I wanted to do. Um, the world championship came later, actually 10 years later after. Um, uh, we ended up deciding on what we had to do to, to get there, and it was amazing, you know, just to become a world champion. Needless to say, now, we only were champion for two years, but hey, but you're hey. not a bad guy. <laughs> <not a bad, laughs> hey, 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 you were the champ, yeah, that's and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Now, you're forgetting one honor that just recently happened that I found out when I saw you at a, at a networking event. Yeah. Was it one of yours? I don't know. But we, <laughs> it was probably one of his, but he just forgot. He does a thousand of them. We'll bring him on in a minute. Um, but we were at a networking event, and I found out about an honor you recently received in the state of Illinois. Uh, and yeah, nationally. Nationally, nationally. And nationally. Nationally. Sorry, nationally. Yeah, it was nationally. We uh, got inducted into the National Boxing Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. We have two <laughs> Hall of Famers in this room. <laughs> Yay, me and David. <laughs> Thank you, my man. My man, my Thank man. You. David, obviously, you know, we're pressed for time. Uh, yes. But my co-host doesn't like to listen to Graco, and then that's another issue. But um, before we let you go, um, can you tell us a little bit more about, like, what are your 2019 predictions in real estate? My buyers are still going to be out there. Um, buyers and uh, the the prices, the sellers are actually going to come to a realistic <laughs> um, um, point, and I think um, the the market is going to continue being strong. I honestly feel that, um, especially with uh, the buyers coming up aboard, it's going to be even the rates. How you mentioned earlier that they're going up. There's still people that are that are buying and they realize that many many years ago rates were even higher. Yeah. So they understand that um, right now is a good time to buy. And it's going to be still be strong. I, I honestly feel it. Will. My my opinion. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Follow up on this is as long as consumer confidence is high. I mean, it doesn't have to be at the highest level of it, but high things are usually pretty good. How does how do your clients or potential clients feel as you're talking to them? Feel confident or a little wishy washy about going back in or getting into the market? No, no, no. They're they're confident. The the people that I have uh, been working with, they're all uh, excited about purchasing their own home or even creating wealth through the process of it because the rates are still low for uh, investment properties as well. Yeah. So it, it's it's definitely a good time to get people involved in the, in the in the market of real estate and being a um, part of it. Love it. David, and finally, what uh, if someone wants to get a hold of you, where can they find you? Oh, uh, they can find me at uh, Main Events Real Estate Group Love. on um, uh, 5128 West Irving Park Road in uh, Portage Park. Love phone it. number, man. Phone number. 773-681-1263. <laughs> 
Hold on, lady. Little... He's got a main event lady behind him, so do not go calling uh, for other reasons. Oh, everybody knows my beautiful wife, Tyler, <laughs> man. Yes, yes, they know, she's feisty. Anyways, yeah. the champ, right? Optimistic about the market, mm-hmm. and that's all we need because in real estate, you really have to have a positive outlook. I mean, one of the things that I think that um, David focuses on is the Latino market, Nick. So yeah. where do you think that's heading in 2019? That's always, um, you know, that market seems to be very contingent on the economy. Um the, our Latino community is strong, uh, very aggressive in the real estate market, um, very aggressive in everything when it comes to moving forward. Um, even when we do mortgages, we see them coming in and not only buying homes at a, at a much more rapid pace than the rest of the general market. I think one year it was at like 56% of all homes purchased were from Latinos. And that includes everybody in, in the greater Chicagoland area. So that's a startling number. But outside of that, they like to get involved, pull money out, start businesses, Buy investment. They're very active in more ways than one. So I, their confidence is high. It's more than a creative the economy buyer, is good, right? So their, their confidence is usually high when, when the jobs are going good and works good. And I love it, right? He talked about being so optimistic about the market that they actually open up a brokerage this year. So we're yeah. seeing a lot of new brokerages coming in place. There's that new uh, kid in town that everybody's talking about, that Compass. What's it called? Compass. 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 What is it? What is it all? It's just Compass. Compass? Realty. Northwest. Taking over from New York to Chicago to, I mean, what's the takeover? fancy signs. (laughs) Something about they glow in the dark. Did you see that? They glow in the dark. (laughs) Who's going to buy it? Who's going to pay $1,000? That's some champagne bottles. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Hey, I am a fan. So with that being said, Graco, would you like to introduce your guest? Today we have Rafael Murillo with Compass visiting uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Raf, and tell us about the innovation that Compass is introducing to our market right now. So uh, I started in the real estate business back in uh, 2012, right after the market crash. I was Genius. a mortgage banker <laughs> yeah. before I was a real estate uh, quang, agent. Quang, quang. It, it, was, it was a tough market. Uh, I mean, I was like on the phones every day, cold calling, cold calling. People weren't picking up. Finding to get a deal, you get someone, you get excited. Doesn't get approved. You go all the way through uh, underwriting and the appraisal comes short. Yeah. Right. So that, you know, that was, it was a tough time to be in real estate. So after a few years from uh, being in the mortgage side, I transitioned to the sell side of real estate where I specialize in luxury rentals. That's how I built my book of business. So anyone that's new in the business, do the rentals. They suck, but do them. All those, you, you'll see that all, those, all that hard work with the renters are going to turn into buyers. So some of my big... Deals that have actually been referrals from mm-hmm. from renters, so it's you I have can't one of the biggest it. rental deals on the book. Yeah, here my, in the my city. first year in the business, I kind of came in swinging hard. Yep. Thirty thousand uh, dollars a month penthouse for uh, yeah, one of the Chicago Nick. Cubs player. It wasn't me. It, it wasn't Nick. <laughs> no. I love it, but I think that that uh, speaks a lot about your work ethic, right? And then the, co- the kind of customer service that you like to give people. I always say you treat everybody the same way, like a $1,000 transaction it, it, to yeah, a exactly. multi-million dollar, right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're service professionals, and we're here to make sure that we educate people in the world that is real estate. Um, having said that, can you share with us, um, you know, what are you seeing out there with your buyer market? Uh what I'm telling, you know, going, you know, from buyers to talking more about uh, sellers, uh, at least in, I'm telling my sellers to not be so ambitious with their pricing. The market, it's still good. It's moving. You know, buyers are still motivated, but they're starting to get a little bit of the, a little bit of some leverage. And I think sellers should be a little bit more prepared to kind of give away a little bit of uh, a closing cost uh, credit during an inspection and just don't overprice your 
your listing, hoping that that one buyer is going to so you're saying they, overpay because it's to not be greedy after having four successful years. Don't go out swinging for fences and screw yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what happens. I mean, it's you know people. I think people get really emotional about real estate, right? I mean, I just recently put a flip on the pro. I did a flip and it just came on the market fourth quarter, which is something I don't ever recommend, but you can't control contractors. So having said that, when you're looking at fourth quarter pricing, you're going to have to take into consideration that you just left a you know bull market, but now you're not. So you have to take into consideration that although the analytics state that you may be able to get twenty to $30,000 more, you have to be cognizant and go back to that fourth quarter, first quarter number mm-hmm. result, right? Mm-hmm. And as long as you educate your sellers on what is the right price i mean luckily i after five days it went under contract but it's always understanding where the market is heading and knowing that you know sometimes you have to give concessions because at the end of the day you want to sell a property right there's still buyers out there and like you said there is that adjustment period right that we've just recently had um so just know the market so you can make the product move off the market raf i want to know a little bit more about what compass is doing on the technology the side. Who, who is Compass? Because they yeah. kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, so, and you now know, they're everywhere, all six, over your news feed. Six and- years. You know, they started off in uh, in New York, and they've been expanding very rapidly, growing really fast, going into all the major markets. We just got a $4.4 billion uh, valuation. So with that money, we're going to use that to continue to grow and develop better technology for our agents and also expand into the international market oh, four point now i'm asking you a pressing question if you don't want to answer it or you don't know i get it <laughs> but a 4.4 billion dollar evaluation usually smells like a potential sale too do you know anything about leadership uh yeah i've just no idea no comment no company i'm just going to speak like the owner of a business if i built a company and all of a sudden, it's now at a four point. Th- mm-hmm. You could have said for anything, and I'd be like, <laughs> personally, I think they're on the hunt to you know, buy. But, but actually, guys, going going back to kind of what uh, Carlo was talking about earlier and, and analytics and, and stuff. So one of my favorite tools at uh, Compass is actually we have a market insights app. So say you're out in a showing, mm-hmm. buyers like, what's the average price per square foot, you know, in River North for a one bedroom? I can literally graph. My phone, and within like a touch of a button, I can pull all this data. Cool. Q1, Q2, I can go back, you know, multiple years. It helps you kind of like predict, uh, you know, Sales and you know, kind of just like where the market is uh, is going. That's that's you tell them, Raphael. See, for the haters out there that don't want to know about like the health of the company, they're going to be around for a long time. We're bringing in all this technology. Four point Philly, bro. Listen, where can we get a hold of you? We get a hold of you, brother. You guys can get a hold of me at my website, so rmluxurygroup.com. Uh, 312-375-4199. You can text me anytime. Awesome. Hey, I took it down. <laughs> I'll be on? texting you so I can get that app. I got to get the app. <laughs> grow up, Carla. <laughs> oh, I can't grow up. Grow up, Carla. <laughs> I'm never going to be rude to people and ask them about the health of their company and where it's going. No, he. it was clearly healthy. Why do I... Why, why, why it's do clearly I healthy. Care? I didn't ask about the health. I asked about potential leadership change. If something's worth that much money, usually there's a big shift in saleability or... I mean, things grow, people sell. That's what happens in life. You know, at the end of the day, I think people need to understand. It's an honest question. No, I I appreciate it. What I'm trying to say is that um, there's that everybody raved about at properties, right? It was a local brand. There's a Dreamtown Mm -hmm. that's a local brand. And then we have all our friends at KW. We love everybody here at Market Overdrive. We've had everybody. Kudos to all of them. Yeah, kudos to everybody's doing something. But they're not nationally like Compass is now and overnight. And I mean, those companies are worth something today. 
But I'm saying if they okay. expand the way Compass did, they'll be worth 50 times more, mm-hmm. 100 times more. Now you got to get curious about is the same guy that started it still staying or what's the deal and what you know well, you I mean, just want to know about the growth that's it's all it's a really cool it's concept because I mean it's a compass takeover it seems like everybody's moving to compass these days so yeah. it'd be cool to hear from them and you know what is the uh, mission of the company and where they're planning to what's the end goal here I'll get you an interview if you need one you do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually still waiting for the CEO to respond to my message. <laughs> respond to your message? Hey, send Hi, a message. this is Grocco from Market Overdrive. Hey, behave. Hey. we have guests. We have legit guests hey. in the room. Like, really we connected We have legit guests. We just don't have legit hosts. <laughs> Our guests are kick-ass. But the hosts, I mean, dude, if you guys... Quit. You guys kind of got screwed. You could have gotten better hosts to do the show. Let's keep it moving to Let our please, next Grocco, guest. Can you know. be professional? Because clearly, yes. your other half... Oh, because he was wearing a tie. He's professional, right? <laughs> how many? Right. How many? I'm not right. even going to go right. there. Because Don't go there. since <clears throat> the inception of the show, I've said, hey, Nick, can you please wear like a You're not tie? the boss of me. That as- actually is his professional look. <laughs> this is my swag look. That's your swag this look? This is how I do That's shows. the sync look. I'm not even going to share <laughs> our conversation about you shopping for a fall collection and all this <laughs> other crap. All right, That's next we got stuff. on today, guys. Uh, Sorry. Of Tony P's event. Yes. In studio today, we have Tony P and Greg. You guys are going to talk a little bit about the Tony P Network and what it's doing for all of our industry. Um, it's not just the real estate world that we cover here on Market Overdrive. Keep in mind that we're opening up this platform to all businesses because in the end, everything comes back to real estate regardless. So welcome, gentlemen. Yeah, Tony, thanks, thanks for having us. us. Yeah. Who wants to jump in here and get a quick start? Um, I can go ahead. Tell us a, a little bit about what Tony P's Network is and how you introduced that to the Chicago market here. And make sure you're talking to the microphone. Yeah, yeah. And talk so this some, way. Yeah, something that me and uh, Greg started about a year and a half ago. Uh, we go out to probably like anywhere from like four to six networking events a week and just always going out meeting people, making new friends, finding new business connections. And then we started helping promote other people's events because we realized the more we went to and the more people we met, the more business we accumulated. And it was just it was kind of easy. We we're just going out and having fun having a couple of drinks, making a few buddies. And then what happened was it got to the point where people kept thinking that we were putting the events on, but <laughs> in reality, we were just attending them and promoting them. So people said, well, why don't you do events? I'm like, eh, it's kind of a hassle. And Greg's like, no, let's do it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. And he's like, I'll do the dirty work behind the scenes. You just get people to show up. I'm like, done. So okay. that's pretty much how we do it. Greg does all the... Um, operations, the finances, um, all the contract negotiations, all the stuff that I hate doing. And uh, I just get butts in the seats. I get people to show up and have fun and uh, make new friends. You see that? A professional team of colleagues that get along and actually support each other. So uh, PR, t- Tony, Tony PR, <laughs> Dirty Work Greg. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on to Dirty Work Greg. Man. Hit him up with some questions. Make sure you cut that out, man. So. Oh, God. I think I think exactly what's wrong with market overdrive. There's I think, no. I think well, I want to go to the dirty work, Greg, for a second because I think that people. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, hold on. There's yeah. there's a fair question here. Yeah. Networking is a big part of our lives, no matter what industry you're in, and no matter if you're watching this show, we, we're typically talking about ways for people to become homeowners or how to buy a house or or find a property or you know all that stuff. But at the end of the day, whatever business you're in, if if, if you're not buying a house, networking in your industry is key. Sometimes you might meet the new great boss of your life. Sometimes you might meet the new person that shows you how to do things in a better way and you're better at your job. I mean, there's so many people you meet from networking, but it all sounds fun and dandy and exciting and definitely a lot of fun. But there's dirty work to it. Absolutely. It's a lot of grind and a lot of organizing and a lot of pitfalls and a lot of 
I'm assuming contractual stuff that you got to deal with in the back that doesn't always happen the way it was explained to happen. And, 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 and. Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely. It's it's an ongoing balance because obviously we're trying to create an environment. We want to humanize, um, you know, the interactions between people. Uh, as of today, everybody's stuck to their and glued to their screens, right? right. So this is a way of bringing people together, and mm-hmm. we want to provide a good value for those folks and. Make sure that they're coming out and having a good time. But in order to do that, you have to have a really awesome space. Right. So, which involves a really hip bar restaurant that people want to go out to. And at the same time, the bar restaurant, they want to make sure that if they're going to give you that space, that it's going to be, that they're going to see their return on investment, right? right? So, it's a little bit of a chicken and egg. Um, so, right, we have to charge a ticket price, but at the same time, we have to negotiate with the bar and restaurant, making sure that. We're hitting their numbers and at the same time make a little bit of profit for our work uh, right. as well. Um, and in addition to all of that, there's also the sponsorship um, piece of it as well. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, we've, uh, we've been able to build a good following and a good strong network, which has led to sponsorships being interested and in putting their name on the event and helping us out with some of those financial um, aspects of it as well. Well, it sounds like you guys know what you're doing. Obviously, you've been very successful, and that's why your events are everywhere. So can you speak to more of so of what, you know, like what are the events and the people that you are attracting to these events? Because I think that speaks volumes to, that separates you from all the other um, networking events out in the city. Yeah, and uh, I think the big thing is we do a cross-section of all different industries. So obviously, uh, we do have quite a few people in, in real estate. We also have uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, Lawyers, uh, people in sales, people in financial world, and and, and Graco, and, and Graco. <laughs> your own category. Whatever Grocco. he does, I don't know anymore. But 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 at the end of the day, we're, we're all salespeople. We all have something that we're selling to the world, and I think as Greg alluded to, people get lazy with uh, you know phones and social media and all that. Whereas we use it as a vehicle to get people in a room or in a venue together. And, um, you know, just share knowledge, just have some fun. And, and that's the thing, too. I always stress I want people to have fun first because a lot of people are very transactional and think, oh, I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to try and get a deal or try and get something going on. I'm like, no, no just, just go and have fun making friends because if there's not a business connection, at least you made 10 new friends and there might be a neighbor or someone they know that could use what you have. So it's all about just having fun. And then it just kind of falls in your lap after that. I love it. Let's go back to the whole WeWork, right? Where people are working from home, they're using these spaces mm-hmm. that they're borrowing or paying what you pay to play, per se, right? Um, and then they come to these events and they, they really don't have colleagues that they're working with. They're so secluded in their <coughs> own world. And so the way we're working in these days is completely different from how we worked before. Now you have these events, but then you get all these meetup apps and you go to Facebook mm-hmm. and there's tons of events. And then there's your opportunity. I love the fact that you were talking about like entrepreneurs, professionals. I mean, we're talking about a whole different level of like you know, people in the room. So can you speak more of that and how do you attract that audience? Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, being an entrepreneur myself, one of the things that I noticed in, in coming from the corporate environment where everybody was always looking for happy hour, you know, to get together and tell the war stories and what have you. Uh, but being an entrepreneur and working from home, you just don't have that camaraderie, right? So 
putting together and producing these networking events allows these entrepreneurs and these people that work from home, because this is the trend in the, in the world that we live in these days, this gives them an opportunity to come out and come together, have those social drinks, tell their war stories, relieve, you know, relieve some stress, and at the same time, you know, create some business opportunities for themselves. Absolutely. Greco, you Question. attend these events. Um, what I love drew these you events. to? These are the guys that network more than I do. <laughs> I finally met my match. And I was going to say because you're like literally at every. Sa- I mean, Nick, is he ever in the office? Okay, never mind. <laughs> but anyways, guys, um, tell us when the next event is. Uh, we're all looking forward to that. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So next event's going to be uh, December fifth at a bar called Early Society. It's in the Loop. Um, basically the corner of uh, Clark and Wacker. So early society in the front looks kind of just any other standard uh, restaurant, gastropub sort of place. But then what's cool about it is in the back, they have a speakeasy called Chelsea Room, Mm -hmm. which the uh, owners uh, designed to look kind of like uh, late 70s, early 80s punk rock. So imagine being at the foundation room of the House of Blues, but with a late 70s New York punk rock sort of vibe going on. And, uh, yeah, just a really awesome place, unique. There's very uh, few venues in the city that have that look and feel. And plus, it's in the loop. It's easy to get to. I mean, there's L trains, there's Ubers, there's so many ways you can get there. There's plenty of parking. So, um, yeah, we do these events once a month, and that's uh, the next one. We wanted to slam it in right before the holiday uh, season kicks in because all those holiday parties are going to happen, and it's going to be... Uh, a lot going on, so we want to make sure we got one How more. How do we get in. our tickets to this event? Uh, yeah, so we got a few different ways. We have um, uh, Tony P's Networking Events uh, Facebook page. Uh, we got uh, uh, Eventbrite, mm-hmm. uh, also um, Instagram. And um, yeah, just, just go to the site, and uh, all the information's there. You can always uh, reach out to us and uh, take care of you guys. Sounds exciting. Cool. And I'm assuming you guys take media passes, right? Making sure we got that out of the way Are we expecting anything cool to hit uh, Greg next year for 2019? Yeah, I, we are actually So we're in conversations um, I don't know, I guess, I guess I'll name the venue You, you can uh, say it <laughs> but, but yeah, we, we just went and checked out Tau um, the other day And that's just an incredible venue A beautiful space And we know that uh, a lot of people will, don't normally get to go out on Friday and Saturday nights to experience it. So we're hoping to open it up to anybody that wants to come and check it out on maybe a Tuesday night and, again, uh, try to generate some business opportunities for themselves. Love it. This is great cool. stuff, guys. I mean, uh, thank you so much for coming out and just a number or something so that I can say I got it in. No, you're not giving out <laughs> a number? Go ahead, I'll go ahead and give my numbers because uh, <laughs> I handle sponsorships anyways. Dirty Greg. Dirty work. Dirty <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give us your and, number. And that goes for anybody that has a problem at any of the events i handle it all i run the registration so uh yeah you can call me at 630-247-5821 and i'd be happy to have a conversation with you i love it see part of the reason why we brought in greg and crew is because as we're transacting and we're in the business we're always networking we talk to restaurateurs we're selling real estate to anybody and anybody who's looking to invest and get in the real estate market so i feel like all these industries just merge together right yeah, I think even if you're, you know, some people have the misconception that you work at a company and you should just, you're loyal to that place. You shouldn't, the rest, everyone else is a competitor and an enemy. 
And the reality is, is like when you actually network, I mean, we're about to bring on another lender and we've had a gazillion lenders. We had several realtors on this air today. Networking with your colleagues, whether they work with you or not, their competitors or not, is the smartest thing you can do because honestly, nobody knows everything about any industry. You always get a good little tidbit, which is why um, it's smart to even meet those that you consider to be competitors. They might be the nicest people and smart and give you some valid yeah. and that's you know, the only way for a business to grow right I mean especially right. like even Graco and I when we did uh, the fundraiser for St. Jude and we partner with the Ritz and Gibson's so Italia Gibson's <laughs> Italia has been so amazing to us we mm-hmm. just did my um, my new agent's launch party there yeah. and again superb service amazing staff I mean everybody's so friendly and it's because of our networking we met them yeah. I know that Graco you reached out to them for St. Jude they donated mm-hmm. the space and it's always great to be be able to network with you know the restaurant industry and seriously these tony tony p events are professional and you meet so many cool people there aside for that it goes both ways though we're giving exposure to that venue that establishment when gibson's italian opened opened their doors a week they after need, they didn't need your help man well, oh, no, Graco totally like, put them don't, on the map. Hey, not that they needed the help. Like, they had plenty of exposure. But it was an awesome time to collaborate with them because they had just opened their doors, and they rolled out the red carpet immediately, mm-hmm. and they helped us a great deal with St. Jude. Even our guest is squinting his eyes like, what yeah. is he talking about? Yeah, it's like, all right. So who's going to do the introduction, gentlemen? Why don't you do it, Carla? Let's yeah. do the introduction. Why don't you do it? We so did the other ones. Let me tell you where I met him. <laughs> so I heard from him from Chicago Sea Magazine. They wanted us to say, you got to meet this guy. You got to meet mm. this guy. So I was like, okay, let me go check him out. So he does this uh, bingo night mm-hmm. at the Corinthian Yacht Club, which is actually where I'm a member there because I sail in the summers. And he was there and they were doing bingo and they were raffling off like 12 person boat cruises. Mm-hmm. I think it was nice. like a $1,000 visa card. And I was like, who is this guy giving away so much stuff? Like, what is that notion of giving and giving and giving it you were giving everything away i don't think i need to give an introduction for you jill well thank uh, you so much i mean it's all about giving back <laughs> when you get to this level in a career you you always think what what can you give back and that's the whole thing that was behind that event where i met you uh i've been in the mortgage business now for going on 15 years and that's like a hundred years yeah, in the mortgage yeah, business like, right no serious yeah. man at 10 you're already in trouble <laughs> that's right 15 mm-hmm. you need a medal so Carla and I had a great experience there, and it was all about just getting realtors in a room and doing something that's different. And so my focus is on helping realtors grow their business. And what it is is actually doing something that's authentic to you. And for me, it was always about giving back. And I love that you save realtors, right? Because it's all about building each other's business and helping each other grow. But what about the consumer? Because I really appreciate the notion of how you structure your deals so that you can actually help the consumer, which in essence helps us build our business. Can you share a little bit more about that? Years ago, I found that you really can't control rates, right? What can you really control in the business? You can really control your service and you can really, for the most part, control some of the fees. Right. So I decided that I would be a consumer advocate and give back. And it really was a client of mine that didn't have a lot of money to complete the transaction. And so I gave him a small part of my commission. Mm -hmm. And that really grew. And so now when I do this, I think last year I gave over $270,000 of my commission back to clients at the closing table. Wow. That's awesome. And how are you able to achieve that? We do a closing cost credit, right? So I can do a $1,500 credit for all the clients that come over. I've been at guaranteed rate now for... Like I said, since 05. Wow. So we cover the fees and I cover the appraisal. So I make a lot less in every transaction. and just doing a lot more transactions. 
I love it. It's a great concept. And now while we're talking about Compass and we're talking about all these different brokerages and a lot of ages now shifting, right? Because it's 29. We're planning for next year. There's people moving. Um, You've been at this company for 14 years? Back in 05, it was a small company. We had 177 employees, and now we're up to 220 offices nationwide and almost 5,000 employees. What is the name of the small giant? Oh, it's called Guaranteed Rate. Oh, my God. We should make this a commercial. Did you see that? Is it the eighth or ninth largest lender in America right now, isn't it? I love that you say that, Nick. Yeah, we bounce. It it goes between... around seven, eight. I keep catching like different numbers, so... We right now are doing about 300 transactions a day. So Mm -hmm. that is today. That's tomorrow. That's 9,000 transactions closed per month. And so on an annual basis, last year's numbers were over $23 with a B. That's so a big it's bouncing between seven and nine. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> which is between. high. I mean, to be top ten largest lenders in America, that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah we're proud of it. I mean, it's all about having this uh, vision and being authentic, and what can you actually do to give back? You don't get to this level by taking. It's all about boosting those around you, and what can you actually do? And so, the focus of everything that I do with realtors and clients, especially realtors, is how. How can you grow your business? And it's about being something that's authentic to you. So for me, what I do is I focus a lot of stuff on the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of charity work through the uh, real estate to the rescue. People love dogs, right? And they love cats. And so just do something that's authentic to you. And that's how your business really grows. There's no gimmicks. It's about being true. And that's right. how the business really grows. Speaking of the Cubs, I'm still going to call it Comiskey Park. Just that's, so you know, I refuse to call it. Well, those are two Anything. different things, Nick. <laughs> What are I we talking you, about here? You said you brought baseball. That's so I right. Re- I just realized you guys have guaranteed rate field. That's right. I'm not it's, doing it's, it. It's I'm never doing it. It's Comiskey. Comiskey. I didn't even call it. It was something after Comiskey. What was it? U.S. Cellular? U.S. Cellular. I didn't even call never it that. I know. See, I'm like, this is what I like about you. It's true. I'm, a, I'm a, an <laughs> yeah. original. Yeah. I'm not a Cubs fan, but I believe the Cubs should have never put up lights and they should never leave Wrigley Field. We could do a whole show on it. <laughs> they should never. It's, the, it's one of the coolest things about the Cubs is that Wrigley Field is still Wrigley Field. Yeah. Don't do that other stuff enough about your issues um i do love because i think we've heard everybody here that's come through talk about giving back and service right giving back and being the best service providing um what is it that you know sets you apart with it with respects to buyers though like i i obviously those numbers that you're talking about and all that accolades and everything you guys have wanted it's because it's representative of the number of people that you've helped so can you tell me an experience i mean share a story of one of your best clients it's really about how you can help when it comes down to it it's not about rates and it's not about costs it's it's about true facts so today uh i had a file that was a multifamily buyer that was clear to close in eight days we have the ability to do things that some of these other banks just simply can't do and it's really powerful for an agent to say, accept my offer here because I actually have somebody that can do a deal and have a full underwriting approval, appraisal, and be done in eight days. Okay. Wow. My average turn time is start to finish 12 days from start to finish. And anybody that's in the industry, they get that. Yeah. That's powerful things that you can do to so actually help. don't be help. so vague about Like, yeah. share with us. What was the, what was the interesting She wants, like, I the name know. of the client, social security <laughs> number, no, and social. I want to know exactly social. what was the hiccup, right? Because a lot of people are listening and they could be like, okay, that just happened to me. I want to call him so he can rescue my file. 
It's about years of experience. I've been there for so long. So it's about having a team that's actually dedicated to working on your transactions. I know from start to finish the processor on it. I know the underwriter and I know who's accountable and it's us. It actually happens at the corporate headquarters. So often, and we're not here to talk about other mortgage companies, but what happens sometimes is that it literally gets sent off into the abyss. And maybe if it's one of these big banks, you're not having any control of the underwriting process. You guys know this. Mm -hmm. You see it all the time. So it's about actually having somebody that's dedicated to actually taking the file, having somebody underwrite it quickly, and then being up front when there's a problem. There's a lot of problems that happen. And the way that you get the most business, I've found, is being the person that picks up the phone. Don't delegate. If there's an issue, you call them right away. Luckily, we haven't had too many issues lately. Well, you see, I love that. You're so confident. And, and, and I love that because we're talking about fourth quarter and with these interest rates going up sure. or not going up and pro- and ta- uh, property taxes going up that's affecting somebody's buying uh, a, a, a ability to buy something, right. right? So with you saying you're gifting a percentage of your commission so you can make this affordable for people, there really isn't a reason why people should fear and not really take advantage of the market and still become homeowners. It brings me to the point that I kind of want to talk about where we could look for an opportunity right now, okay? And I like to educate clients about this opportunity when there's a little bit of snow on the ground. Yeah. You get some of these properties that have been on the market for how long now? 30, 60, 90 days. And you could actually go in and actually get a pretty good deal on one of these places. I'll give a quick example. It was several years ago. It was the December of 2012. The market wasn't that hot then. There was a awesome listing over by Wrigley. I'm a Cubs guy, right? So there was this penthouse unit on the 17th story of a building and they had it listed for a million two. Then they lowered the price, and a buyer went in and bought it for seven hundred fifteen grand. Wow. Okay, that was me. Oh. I was the buyer, <laughs> and I was able to do that because I looked for an opportunity, and I'm starting to see it again right now. So what we're doing is teaching, educating, and getting people ready to be empowered. How often do people say, "I am waiting. I'm going to wait." Okay. Mm-hmm. What are they waiting for? Let's teach them and get them empowered so that they can go out into the market and work with a great realtor like you to find something. I like buying my suits on sale. I like buying my shoes on sale. Let's buy some real estate on sale. Yep, I love that. That's a great story because I think that we understand that as professionals, Mm -hmm. but I don't think the consumer really grasps it, right? They're always concerned about the trends. They're always concerned about what they hear in the media, but they don't understand that the reason we educate them is because we're actually advocating for them to also take advantage of the information that's available to us and the opportunities that are available to us. So thank you for sharing that story. That's really great. I was actually going to make fun of you and say I'm so sick and tired of seeing your billboards and benches all over the city. Give it to me. Let's go. I mean, like, is this guy narcissistic like what's the problem and then now like you're so you're actually so giving and humbles i can't make fun of you anymore i'll go back to making fun of nick (laughs) it is true the (laughs) uh if you drive around wrigley you'll see 12 different billboards and so it's it was all this cubs fan mortgage man it was all about taking it away from being just about rates and just about uh terms and actually having somebody that you could connect with somebody that's actually your friend in the business you don't really want some salesperson. You really want somebody who's on your side. And so it's all about being authentic. And this is what I teach realtors to do. Find what's authentic to you. Again, I told you, it's either Cubs or it's the charity work through real estate to the rescue. And if you can tap into that as a realtor, your business will grow. So many people are thinking for the next thing and what's this? It's what can you do that's really authentic to yourself? Yeah. And how can you be a giver? Great advice. I love so it. So you have no socks clients. 
I'm not even wearing socks right now, Nick. It's so. <laughs> I'm very so proud. He's, of- he's like, Cup fan, mortgage man, no white socks fans need apply. No, no socks. We love our socks fans, and clients always tell me, "Hey, if I get a mortgage through you." Can I get socks tickets? And I say, well, they're five bucks. You can go buy them yourself, <laughs> right? That's terrible. That's wrong. Boo. I love that authenticity. Uh, Be how can authentic. we find Joel? Yeah, Joel, how Tell do we find you, man? Other than the billboards are really yes. Joel Schaub at uh, guaranteedrate.com and online, just call Joel. Just call, just call Joel, Joel is easy to... That's pretty it. easy to remember. He's authentic. Are you authentic? No, I'm not. I'm synthetic. Do you want to hug? <laughs> <laughs> I'll hug you, man. I love you. Oh, you're gosh, legend, man. I'm really that. happy to be here. <laughs> it's all good, yeah, man. You're, you're, you're doing well yourself. Yeah. Man. Bracco, you're Joe authentic. Shop, hell of a story. I'm very authentic. He's very authentic. All right. <laughs> I don't know. You're the only one in the tire. <laughs> Joe's got cubby blue on with the no cubby socks. ring. No, no socks, socks, man. I don't Me care too. what the temperature is. You're like all primped up with like your not sale tie. Not sale That's tie. That's not a sale tie. This Look is at a his sale skin, tie. though. He's yeah. so pretty. He's this not is authentic, like, man. Why <laughs> are you killing his fan base? authentic right now. Like, we're, okay. just, we're kicking it the real way. Thank you so much for hanging out with yeah. Oz. It's been a crazy day, as always, hanging out with this one. Mm. Um, You're welcome, Carla. Thank you, Nick. My life would be so different without you. Right. Literally. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Joel, for making time to come My out pleasure, and share genuinely. your expertise with us. I think the story was genuine and it was amazing because it is so true. And that's the kind of information I want to bring you. Moving forward, as Market Overdrive evolves, we want to bring in you know, people from all areas of the business, right? Uh, as we're collaborating, we're doing events, we're hosting events for our clients, client closing gifts. And so we encourage you to share this information with anyone you find that may need it. Um, always subscribe. And Nick will give you all the information information that we have about all, all all our platforms it's pretty simple you can find this show and every show every show we've ever done in the history of the last four years that is at our website www.marketoverdrive.com or all these shows are also cataloged on our youtube channel market overdrive facebook forward slash market overdrive and once in a while we'll pop on your instagram feed or in the stories so the shows are on all our sites and we will be back Anyone want to say anything else before I wrap it up? Because we about nope. to shut it, it down. It we will off. be back. Not this Thursday because we're going to be at Turkey Day. But right. the following Thursday, we will see you here at 5.30 p.m. Thank you. Okay. Yeah.